Coming to you live from the most landlocked county in Ireland. It's the Park Piles Podcast. It's your hosts, Peter, Donna Marie, and Maeve. Let's go fishing for gossip. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Pork Pals podcast. Uh, once again, it's just me and you, Donna Marie. Hello, it's just me and you. Maeve has to work, so she'll be back next week, though. Yeah, and if you're missing her dulcet tones, she is. Uh, she was on our summer house part two special reunion special, so you can uh, you can catch her there if you know listening to soft spoken Cork people is your uh, is your thing <laughs> of choice. So let's let's get right into it. Below deck, mm. below starting now. The juice is flowing. Oh my god, we've been waiting. We've been waiting for this episode since the trailer came out. And finally, it's here. I, I think it's funny that after the kiss happening last week, we actually had a moment where we considered that this could be just a little kiss and not be much more. And that, you know, we were all going to be disappointed by it. But it definitely hasn't panned out that way at all. You know, if you're just sitting and you're watching the show, and I'd be so excited and all that. But then when you throw like the episode of Watch What Happens Live, social media and all, you know it's not going to end well. So now I'm kind of looking, waiting for the car crash to happen. And I'm like, oh God, where are we going with this? Where's the drama? You know, that kind of way. So we got a little sneak peek for next week's, like the mid-season trailer. And fuck me. I mean... Poor Daisy is all I can say. It looks like she's going to spend the rest of the season being mind fucked completely by the both of them. Anyone who's followed our social media knows we we put out a lot of stuff in the lead up to the season of you know pushing the love triangle and you know that that storyline. But there was a certain amount of tongue in cheek when we were doing it because. I thought, like, I mean, okay, there's this mythical triangle, but it's probably not going to play out in that fashion. It's probably going to be more a bit of jealous banter and maybe a few, well, if you're with if you're with him, I'm going to be just getting with everybody from Gary. But this actually, this is now, this is getting serious now. There's actually, yeah. there's real feelings involved, it would seem, or at least real ego involved. And Real ego, 100% yeah. really. Um, I have uh, not seen one social media comment where people are hoping that Daisy ends up with Gary. Everybody wants her to end up with Colin, myself included. But now I don't know. I mean, are we going to see a side to Colin that we don't like in how he manages this? Or is he going to be the one that hurts her more than Gary ever did? I don't know. Oh, my God, I don't know. Well... The bad boy is always expected to hurt you. Like, I mean, you take it as a yeah. female. Like, if you're with a bad boy, you always expect to get hurt by them. So when you do get hurt, it it feels a bit shit, but it's never that bad because it was always in the background. You're always kind of waiting for it. But when that good guy comes along, that real, you know, Mr. Nice Guy, the gentleman, the one you've wanted, 
And when they do something bad on you, it feels a million times worse because you just never expect it. I know. And like Daisy was on Watch What Happens Live, right? And she kind of said that, you know, she was like more let down by Colin when he told her Gary was okay with it. We see X amount of it. Maybe there was more. However, Daisy wasn't there either for that whole conversation. So I know. She's only seeing what we're seeing from that perspective. And everything else is being told by Gary and being told by Colin. Yeah. Even though he said it in his confessional, look, this is what he said, but his eyes are telling me. And he said that to Gary. Well, look, we all saw Gary say, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And then a completely different thing to Daisy. Well, like, he flat out lied. He flat out lied to Daisy. Yeah, it was very similar to his situation with Alex and Chase last week, you know, that kind of way. Like, so he's just misrepresenting himself across the board. And this is all out now, out live. But yeah, Daisy still thinks that Colin has more to answer for at the reunion, which makes me think there's a lot more to come. That this That's this it. bit of it is not finished. We haven't seen the whole story with regards yes. to this particular interaction. Yes, this is it. It's like, what, what's coming to have Daisy unfollow him on social media and have the opinion and the mindset that she had on Watch What Happens Live? Like, I know I've said it about four times already, but there's, just, there's a car crash coming. <laughs> oh, there is. Look, without a doubt, this is just going to be an absolute mess. And Parsifal will never be the same after this season. I mean, look... I love Below Deck and I've watched them all since the start. But there's an awful lot of Bravo fans out there who don't get Below Deck. And I think it's because, you know, every year there's different um, crew members and you just get this little bit of drama. And then the next year, that person, you never see them again. Whereas I think with these three and the drama involved in these three, we might see them again. So it might, you know, they might end up getting more people pulled into it. I have seen people on social media who watch Below Deck for the first time this season. And they're really into it. They're liking it. You know? I, I think this is the first, I think this is the first season where there's been this kind of drama between... <laughs> between the crew that has seeped out more into social media, that there's been an actual angle for social media to catch hold of. Every other every other boat and every other franchise, it's always had its little things. You know, there's been, you know, somebody gets screwed here, somebody falls out with somebody there, but nothing huge. It's big in the episode and it's big in the moment. And if you're a fan of the show, it's it's very watchable. It's not social media worthy. This is the first big social media story that Below Deck have probably had. So I'm ready. I'm ready for the rest of the season. I'm ready to see the fallout with the three of them. I'm ready to see Mads kissing Alex and see what happens there. I'm just ready. To be fair, like this this week really, really set up what's to come. And there's going to be a lot to unpack over the next few weeks. So anything else we'd say here on that score is just going to be pure speculation. Um, I'd like, I, I, I do want to touch on something a, a little bit more wholesome. 
and something that was in this week's episode. Nice was it to see Glenn on the phone to his poor old mammy. Ah, Jesus. That melted my heart. Tell oh, man. Love that. I love people like that that still ring their mammy every day. I do that. Uh, I ring me mammy about four times a day. I hound the woman like hound her. Yeah, I, 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 I ring her too occasionally, but the people in the house now just tell me, no, that, that person doesn't live here anymore. Stop, man. <laughs> oh, my God, you can ring my man and I, you know, she pick up. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know I can. But, yeah, I, I, I do. Look, I mean, listen, as, as somebody who always found his mother when she was here, um, I really relate to that. And I, I love to see it. And I think it's... I think it's always a good reflection of the of the the man in particular. Um, yeah. I think daughters are a little different, but I think sons are very much. You know, when you see a son ringing his mammy on a regular basis, it shows that no matter what exterior you're seeing, deep down they're they're a, a decent person because how you treat your mother is definitely a reflection of of the the person inside you. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And listen, while we're talking about old ladies, let's move on to the fact that Chase has banged a 65-year-old woman. Um, listen, you know, coming from someone who's had his fair share of fun over the years and has probably done quite a broad spectrum, shall we say, man, that's just ick. 65? Like, I mean, seriously? No. No. I I just don't. That's too old. No. No, Chase. Stop with the grannies. Yeah. Like, to be fair, it's probably, it probably shouldn't be a shocker because the kid's got no game. Like him and Alex are literally polar opposites. Unbelievable. I like, were they only on the boat for 24 hours or was that just a really quick chatter or, or what? They were, they did the overnight and then did a kind of a long day the second day. They got yeah. a bit more out of it than they normally would and then they were gone. It definitely felt short. And then we didn't get the tip meeting, obviously, because of the toilet drama. So we'd have to wait for next week to see the tip because the tip looked huge. And I was like, just only on the boat 24 hours and it's size yeah. the envelope. Well, listen, if you're going to accuse the fucking staff of stealing, you better, and, and you're oh wrong, God. you better fucking believe your tip should be big. And not even an apology. No, that was poor. Now, Glenn had it right. That was shocking. They should have absolutely at least called Daisy and the Stu's arm and said, listen, ladies, really apologize. You know, I just got a fright. Very sorry. Listen, that's the difference between rich people and, you know, normal fucking people. They don't apologize. They feel like they're bigger than the rest of us. All I could think of was, hang on a second. You laid this stuff out went up on the top deck and then they started sailing. That stuff was just going to fly everywhere. That yeah. could have been anywhere in the cabin. Yeah, I didn't like that. I thought she should have apologised, but look. I'm sorry, but she didn't look very fucking hard because she didn't look in the Porsche she was using. I would have searched everywhere before I even opened my mouth to anyone. I mean, I know I would have. I would have searched Top to bottom, everything, pockets, shoes, bags, you name it, it would have been looked in. Yeah. And then if I still couldn't find it, I would have been like, I'm after losing my diamonds. Is there any chance she could help me? She, do, she, did what, she did what my poor old mother used to call a man search for things. She looked at where she left, where she thought she left it. She glanced around the place. 
couldn't see it, and then it's gone. I lost it. Yeah. Where is it? You know, and that was it. No further. Day. I guarantee she didn't search any deeper than that. They were very poor in in how they handled that and not apologising. Like, how is that the first conclusion you come to on a super yacht where these crew are getting like fifteen hundred to two grand a tip each every couple of days? They're not going to jeopardise that by stealing a fucking diamond necklace. That's probably fake anyway. Let's be honest about it. And it's, it's such rich- a confined space. I mean, look, if you were in a fucking five-star resort hotel where there was like, it could have been hundreds of staff members, you'd be like, yeah, whatever. But in a boat where there's a handful of crew members, a handful, I mean, they're not going to do that. And you can't go anywhere. Go anywhere. Like, if they call the police onto that boat, nobody can move. Nobody can go anywhere. Search the boat top to bottom, the thing would be found. I hope now, like that, we didn't get a tip meeting, so hopefully next week we'll see that their tip is quite generous I thought it was funny the way Mads went to bed and Gary got a little bit huffy about it but here listen this is what we've been talking about the last couple of weeks this is the this is the age gap this is the thing listen kid if you're going to be dating take it from one who knows if you're going to be dating somebody far younger than you you got to accept that they are going to be way more aloof than you want them to be because they have all the power and get it right they have the power because I think it's great. Like of all the stews he's hooked up with over the years, they've all been hanging on his every word. Whereas just Mads is just like, nah, it's not here for it. I don't need you. I want and, you when I want you. And arguably bigger and stronger personalities overall, yeah. but just not able when it co- comes to dealing with a man. Yeah. And it's great. To, it is. I agree. It's great to see. I like to, I always like to see, you know, Gary's broken enough hearts over the years. It's nice to see him on the receiving end for a change. I'm probably yeah. on the receiving end. I'm really enjoying. I'm really enjoying that. Like, I'm just loving it. Because there was a time if some if a, a, a girl did that to him on the boat, he'd have a second option and he'd move on. He's done it before. No options here. None. No, Daisy's off limits. Lucy's off limits. That's it. Like, yeah. what, what are you going to do unless everything else re- requires a major lifestyle change for both parties? So I can't wait to see uh, Alex and Mads kiss. I just can't wait to see that uh, thing explode. And then, like, in the trailer, we saw that Lucy's sister comes over and it looks like poor and Alex might get it on. Or Daisy. Yeah, so when... Daisy's sister arrives. Daisy's sister comes over. Bonnie. Yeah. Yes. And it looks like her and Alex get it on. Up for having, you know, a bit of crack. Uh, probably a little bit more of what Daisy would be like if she wasn't in a professional set. Yeah, I'd love to see uh, Daisy switch over and do an old winter house or something like that. But we'll see now. I'm looking forward to it. I'm just looking forward. After watching that mid-season trailer, I am like... Hooked in for the second half of the season now. I'm like, bring it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think that's a, that's a good segue to move on to Martha's Vineyard. Martha's um, Vineyard. A little bit of a, a bit more low key this week. Um, yeah. The arguments that we saw, obviously, at the end of last week's episode with Bria and Silas didn't really develop much more 
than what we had seen. Yeah, you were kind of pleased that they were voting to get her out of the house and she was leaving and then none of that fucking happens. Here, let's just uh, go straight into it. What's the story with her fella arriving and handing them all fucking $800 watches? Like, I have absolutely no idea. But this dude's obviously got a serious chunk of change in the bank. He right? has massive change because I, I like, as you know, like I'm a huge Grand Prix fan and they were on a, a private yacht in Monaco a couple of weeks ago. You That's, know, you ain't getting on there unless you've got the, uh, unless you've got serious wedge. So, yeah. it, like even the car he rocked up in, rocks into the restaurant, hands out. I think I made it up at about ten or twelve grand's worth of watches, handed out to people. That's fucked up. Is it because we're like Irish and we're a bit begrudgy, like? But that if I met someone and he was doing that, I'd be like instantly turned off. Fuck off. Stop showing off, you prick. <laughs> Mom and dad got a fucking $1,200 watch, like, you know? Yeah, which I have to say, the second they handed them those watches and I looked and I saw theirs were more expensive, I was uh, like, oh, my God, let's spot the backtracking now. Let's yes. see where this goes. Silas Silas was creaming himself, forced with the bottle of, and then... With the watch, that's it. I, I'd say Simon could like sleep with Silas now for the rest of the holiday. Oh, fuck this going home after three days bullshit. He can he can stay. I don't know. We'll see now. We like that. We'll see whether or not they fuck him out after the three days. They might love him now because he handed out a few watches. Maybe it was a good game plan coming in with them watches after all. Yeah, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting to see how they how they, how that works. Because obviously, if you're Bria and you're Simon, you cannot go back and say at the end of three days, look, does he really have to go? Because then it really does look like you were trying to buy it. So they're just gonna have to start packing up. And is that which is probably the better option because you want the guilt to set in. You want them yeah. to turn around and say, and Shit, and say look, look what he's done, and we're kicking him out. Ah, fuck it, let's just let him stay. Yeah. Yeah. I could be he just could have went in there with a, uh, an expensive game plan. Pretty fucking expensive game plan. Like, I mean, surely, surely a hotel for three or four days in Marge's Vineyard wouldn't have cost that amount of money. We saw a little bit of a spark start to burn between Alex and Summer. Oh, Hillary Banks herself. Yeah. She's so um, she's a playful character. I like her. So far, I like her. Yeah, yeah, I think she's very different to the other girls in the house. Like, I mean, they're all reasonably strong personalities, but Summer seems to have a bit of a different... She's a bit more of a player vibe about her. She knows what she wants. She knows yeah. how to get it. She knows how to sort of manipulate around the houses. Um, even the way when they were playing the, the game and she said, well, you know, I'm going to leave it up to you. When someone yeah. told her to kiss like, kiss Alex, I'm going to leave it in his court. Like, I'm not going to be the one running over to you, kids. you got to. Yeah. And then even yeah. he was playing it cool. So you'd hope that they don't both play it so cool that they just run out of time and just, you know, that shit can happen too. Jordan, who seems ready to uh, accept, you know, a man named Richard into her life after oh a year God. of abstaining. 
Yeah, and then she was seen really pissed off with um, Jasmine for saying, like, I have to agree with her there. Like, Jasmine is going around trying to marry them all off so that, you know, she's not the only married one in the gaff. It's like, stop. There's absolutely nothing wrong with being 30 with no boyfriend, no husband, no home and no children. Like, like, are we still, are we really still there? Is that really where people are still at? Like, I think it brings us to the end of the show. I'm like, I mean, I don't mean to jump ahead, but yeah. we saw Jasmine at the end of the show yeah. and what she was coming out with. Like, <laughs> this could only have been about Silas and being in the house as a couple and not having that freedom that she once had. Well, they do have a girls' night next week, so we will see a completely different side of her. A completely different side of her. And to me, I don't know, I feel sad about shit like that because there is no different side of me when I'm out without Ken than what he gets. Do you know what I mean? There's just me. Ken sees me messy as fuck. And then when I'm out, I'm without him, I'm the same. Like, there's no difference. With blokes, they're always going to be a little bit more held back when they're with their partner or any females. They're already all... held back, or are they just a little bit more respectful when they're with their partner? Like That's probably better. That's probably a better way to classify it. Like, if I'm out, out with a group of lads, yeah, it's going to be dark, it's going to be lewd, it's going to be not safe for work conversation. And yeah, there's going to be a lot of shit said that, you know, would probably get most people cancelled if it was ever aired because yeah. that's just what blokes do when they're out by them. Looking at the clip, it's like, you know, she goes out on this girl night and she lets loose. And it just, does she not let loose with her husband? Like, Obviously not. Obviously that's not. That to me is sad because that's not how the world works today. Nowadays, people get together, they get married and they wait a few years a lot of the time to have kids so while during that time where you're married and you don't have kids you should be both having fun both having all the fun in the world both traveling both enjoying each other and your friends and family before you do that settle down and have children because when the kids come it's different when the kids come to social life it doesn't exist anymore He's expecting her to make all these changes now that she's a married woman. But what changes is he making? But again, it's this whole idea of a married woman. Like, what's really different? The only difference is she has committed to being with you for the rest of her life. That's a commitment yeah. to be with you. Yeah, That's she didn't have fun anymore. no. That's not part of the deal anymore. Listen, we don't live in those times where, you know, like the dark ages in Ireland where married women had to leave the civil service because you had yeah. to be single to be in the civil service. Like, that's not even that long ago in this country that we had such archaic shit going on. But we don't live in those times anymore, thank God, where being married yeah. just means that you're committing yourself Let's be fucking honest about it. Most of the time, it's just a, some sort of tax dodge because most people are quite happy just to be living together. And they're committed in other ways, financially, through kids and stuff like that. A lot of the time, the marriage is just, well, it makes financial sense to do it. It, yeah. it, doesn't, re it doesn't really represent any more to them 
than their relationship was anyway. No, I, I agree. Which I just think, <clears throat> like, nowadays, in 2023, a married couple, it should be 50-50 right across the board. And don't get me wrong, I cook more than Ken because I'm fucking better at cooking. Thank but God. <laughs> yeah. But the shit I don't do because he's better at it than I am. Do you know what I kind of mean? So, you know, you find your happy medium and you get on with it. But no, would I like to be in a situation where I'm a 1950s wife? Absolutely not. Couldn't handle it. And I think that's no. what he wants. He wants a yeah. 1950s wife. The old Stepford wife. Yeah. 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 No, in fairness, pal, I couldn't ever see you as something like that. I think if you were in that kind of role, it'd be something akin to somebody, uh, somebody yeah. being held captive and you'd be constantly <laughs> trying would. to escape. I would. I would. That chance, no. Where did all this come from? He was there. First off, he was there to jump into the water and he was like, bitch, you don't even know how, my, how much my fucking shoes cost. And then yeah. five minutes later, he was like, Fuck it. And he actually just jumped in. He's changing his game plan. Because his the old mask, game plan ain't working. Mask is slipping and he's changed the game plan. He's like, okay, it's not working. I need to bag a second season. <laughs> Listen, we've watched enough reality TV over the years to know that the mask always slips. 100%. Unless you're a sociopath, the mask yeah. always slips. Sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say, people can't help but be themselves at some point. At some point, you switch off, you forget the cameras are there, and you forget yourself, and you just become you. If I was him, there's no way I'd be bringing me missus into the house because you know 110% Jordan and Jasmine will bring it up about the fact that he was sliding into DMs now. There's no way I'd be in the house. A hundred percent. A hundred absolute fucking percent. And then next week, we have single black female coming back in. Like, hello, would you have anybody near her? That She'd be, she'd totally blow that shit out of the water and blow up your spot on that. Yeah. But now I think it was just pretty... Quiet episode. So we have Shanice coming back in next week. We've seen the trailer. She getting up to all sorts. Yeah. It looks like a messy week next week. Messy. Bring oh, it. I, I love want. messy I weeks. Mess. I love I messy drunk. weeks. Yes, I want drunk, drama, messy shit. That's what I love about reality yeah. TV. So, yeah, that, that pretty much wraps it up. I do have a small bit of news. I wouldn't call it gossip. Because it's not gossip, it's pure fact. And it's actually a scheduling thing. So, for the next two weeks, Below the Exhaling Ya is on double episodes. So, you're getting two next Monday, and you're getting two the Monday after. Saw this this morning. It's been confirmed. It's been, it was being hinted at on social media. Bravo have confirmed it. It was confirmed probably late last night. I read it first thing this morning. So very possible that we will be going to double episodes for a couple of weeks ourselves, because if we've got two episodes of Below Deck to do, 
and we got Martha's Vineyard to do. Trying to cram that all into one short episode for people to digest. It's probably a little much. So we will probably switch to two separate episodes for that period. So keep an eye out for that. We'll keep you updated. Yesterday, Aisha was doing press for Below Deck Down Under. So that means it's coming. It's on the way. Nice. I would say July. Yeah. Nice. Looking looking forward to that. Um. The yeah, ladies, so the ladies will be particularly excited for uh, the sexiest captain on Bravo to come back there uh, to come back, Captain yeah. Jason Chambers. I heard he's gay okay. now. But um, other Bravo news this week. So look, we have the third and final reunion show of Vanderpump Rules. This have a fucking big reveal. I'm telling you now, it's going to be so anticlimactic. It's something fucking stupid. Like have the they still not revealed it? No, it's. I bet you it's something stupid like Hor and Sandoval got together earlier than what we've all been led to believe, which to me is just for the big hype they're after making out of it. That's fucking stupid. And it's definitely not something that's going to make the rest of the cast question whether or not they want to come back. That's bullshit. So I, Yeah, I, I just still can't wrap my head around this fucking thing. This that this is thing is as big as it is. Like we've seen way bigger affairs from yeah. real celebrities, and they haven't generated as much fucking press as these pair. Yeah, I think it's just the whole the fact that it went on for so long, and she was her best friend. But like that, yeah. I know, the, way, the way I'm going with with social media or with reality TV at the moment is they want you to see what they want you to fucking see. Yeah, you know, there is, there's an awful lot. It's becoming a lot more contrived than it was. It's it's moving more towards the format of the hills, Laguna yeah. Beach. Those old, the original, the original MTV reality shows that were really, really sort of put together in construction, as opposed to the Jersey Shore which absolutely fuck it wasn't. They just let loose. They just yeah. did what they wanted on camera and they filmed it, which is the kind of, which is proper reality TV. Whereas the other thing is a bit more, it's just real people with a script. Yeah. A lot of the housewives are gone like that. It's like you're reading articles on page six about massive shit, like massive lawsuits and all that's going on in their lives. But when the show was, on you're they're not even talking about it they're more it's more drama amongst the group uh no we want to see what's going on in your life it's a reality tv show i think that's so, what the, the great appeal for us is about below deck because it can only be genuine because you're actually working yeah we're you're actually doing working. you're actually doing something you know yeah. so i think if bravo wants to you know look for another sort of area to move into. I don't know. Maybe get a fucking hotel and take over a hotel and let's look at the goings on in a fancy hotel. You know? Yeah. Because we all know, well, I don't know whether everybody knows, but I know you've had some experience of this, Donna Marie, and I certainly know people who've worked in that industry. That shit is just a knock and shop. 100%. 100%. Everybody's with everybody. In hotels. Yeah. Yeah. So, I agree. Same with uh, airlines. Knocking yeah. shop. 
There you go. But, another uh, another one they could look at. So yeah, and and I know there's somebody from fucking Bravo who listens to this because they keep stealing our fucking ideas and putting them out on social <laughs> media. So if I see one of these ideas in a fucking show in the next few in the next few months, Andy Cohen, I'm coming to jump all over your fucking couch, kid. <laughs> Yeah, so other Bravo news. Andy took a bit of heat now for the way he speaks to the women. Do I agree yeah. with him? Ah, no, I just think they're blowing it up. At the end of the day, he knows all them women. Like He, he knows them years. And yeah. they don't shut the fuck up. You know, they do talk over each other. And it, I would lose the rag. So no, I don't fucking blame him. Listen, at the but end of the day, he's our... Well, no, I was just going to say, he's more like a referee half the time at these reunion shows. Yeah, so he just has to step in. Like, what do you expect him to do? Let them all run amok. Fucking egomaniac elves. Now, good luck. Put them in exactly. their box. They'll never get home if they don't shut their fuck up. Um, <laughs> then we got a teaser for Winter House. Just a little teaser. Over. But like that, we've still got, we've still got, what, for probably five weeks of Martha's Vineyards. That's going to take mm-hmm. us up to into July. Then we're going to have Below Deck um, Down Under. Then Below Deck Med is going to kick in again. Probably it does that. Is that going to be this year? Was that earlier this year? Or was it late last year? I get so confused. I think Med comes before Below Deck. Yeah, it does. Yeah, so it does. Yeah, it does. Med, Below Deck. Sailing yacht. Yeah, which bringing bringing us all the way back around, and we know below get another adventure. Yes, that's going to be interesting. Whether we do or not, like we all know at this stage, it's not a secret. Captain Kerry's moving over to the main below deck, but it's not beyond the realms that he can do both. Hmm. It's a question of because adventure can be anywhere. Adventure can be absolutely anywhere. Um, it's set up around the type of holiday that people are going on, not the not the type of boat or location. Yeah. So yeah, that will be it will be interesting to see. And they may introduce a new captain. You know, we've lost one captain. And it's a question I don't I don't know if it did well. Was it popular? Did people like it? It wasn't my most favorite. I think it's because we never got to see them leave the boat and go on a night out. Or See. Yeah, I think the location. I think the location from that respect was kind of poor because that's not an area that lent itself to nightlife, and yeah. you know, really doing a whole lot. And that's what's going to get the the crew scandal going. We don't really care about guests ziplining. We want to see crew unzipping each other. It's really <laughs> what we're here for. Like, man, let's, let's be honest about it. That's yeah, it what is. we're here for. We don't care how well you shine a fork or polish a glass or make an espresso martini. We care about whose pants you're getting into because yeah. that's that's all anyone really cares about We're at the end of the day. <laughs> so, is it? Yeah, on that note, I think we'll wrap it up, Donna Marie. Um, we will be back, obviously, next week. Maeve, is, Maeve will be rejoining us next week. And our Summer House Reunion... Uh, show part two is out it's live it's available has been for the last 24 hours or so so check that out and we will see you same time next week and as i said probably split episodes again yeah bye take care bye bye